Katie Clark. I'm a mom of three, luxury matchmaker, and a no-nonsense dating coach on a mission to help singles reclaim their love life, one date at a time. In today's dating landscape, from apps and swipes to texting and ghosting, so much has changed. But you know what I found still works best? Old school standards with new school style. Teaching my philosophy on how to date like an adult, no topic is off limits. I address everything from taboo to trending in dating. So grab your earbuds and get ready for some practical dating advice, saucy stories, and new inspiration to find your way to true love. I've helped thousands of people become confident, feel successful, and have fun along their dating journey. And I'm here to help you too. Hello and welcome back to the Dating with Katie podcast. I hope you enjoyed those last couple podcasts. Very fun, very interesting ways to be doing your online profile, what to say and not to say. Today we're going to be talking about the it factor and it's going to be swagger for men and the je ne sais quoi for women. So thanks for joining in. You will want to stay tuned. I have 10 ways to know that you have the it factor. Well, make sure that you subscribe, make sure that you like, make sure you send this to a single friend or an ex or somebody who needs a little bit of it factor in their lives and make sure that you check the links below. I've got a lot of great courses for you guys and I have a work with me button. So if you want to work with me, if you want to get into my network, please do so. All right, well, let's get started. So when I say the it factor, you've all met that person who just is like cool. And when I say cool, I mean, I always like to say that my my 20 percenters, those people who follow me, my community, they're cool quality and they're ready. And, you know, sometimes you can't even put a word on what makes them cool. Like they show up, everybody loves them, they're kind of cool, and you're just not sure why. Well, I've got 10 factors that you can be doing to make sure that you've got it. All right, well, with men, I like to think of it as swagger. Now, I looked up swagger definition, and it was a very negative connotation. I didn't like it. Um, you know, it was the cocky guy. I don't think of swagger like that at all, personally. I think of the guy who walks in. He's obviously an alpha male. Now, I do believe there are two kinds of alpha male uh, podcast six. I talk about this. There's the alpha awesome and the alpha a-hole. Uh, so go ahead and listen to that. They're both very alpha, but they look very different. So he is the alpha awesome that I speak of in that podcast. And he just has a factor to him that is very likable. And we're going to be talking about that because it kind of combines with the, the ones women have as well. But I brought a couple of three guys that I think have the it factor. I'd be curious to see who you think has the it factor. Share that below or DM me. Uh, for my favorite guy, you know, for the it factor would be Mark Wahlberg. I mean, that guy has gone from new kids on the block to being just a blockbuster uh, guy. And not only that, he's an amazing family man, but he just makes it look easy. Like he takes himself lightly. He, he maintains his manliness and his seriousness. He just makes it look so appealing to be a masculine male in this day and age, right? He loves his family. He loves his church. He is committed to what he believes in and he, he's not forcing it on anyone. He just knows. And that is super sexy. Uh, what about Pitbull? I mean, he raps in a suit and he's so international. Um, and another great couple I would think of is the Beckhams, right? And and the new one is uh, Ronaldo and Georgina, I think her name is. I mean, just both of those soccer couples are just fantastic. They just, the style and even how they met. I mean, it's just, they've got it together. You know, they, she, he's got the swagger and she's got what I'm going to talk about in a minute here, the je ne sais quoi. 
So ladies, I'm going to speak to you on this now. The je ne sais quoi is not the menage a trois. Now my client the other day was mentioning it as he and I were going through his choices on Hinge uh, and I was personally not interested in chatting for him with this one woman because I just felt like she just didn't have the in factor. I said to him, she doesn't have the je ne sais quoi. I can just tell by her photo and her bio, she just doesn't have it. And he was like, well, Katie, I still want to give her a try. I said, okay, fine. Literally, he's gone on multiple dates and he's like, Katie, hoping that she would have the it factor, kind of almost trying to get it out of her and she just doesn't. But he accidentally said to me, well, Katie, I'm looking for the menage a trois. And I said, whoa, different, whole different vocabulary term right there. So you can go Google it. But we've all seen Emily in Paris. And if you have not, adorable, you've got to watch. It's so cute. And we know that when Emily shows up in Paris and even later in season three, I think when her boss shows up, the two American women show up at this adorable, beautiful French uh, business. They are just awkward and they're out of their place. You know, when they show up, they they kind of make it their point. They show up a little too hard, right? They make it their point. They're trying to be friends with everybody and they, they act like they know everything. Now it works out well for Emily because well, Emily did do a good job, but then there's Sylvie. And Sylvie is her French counterpart, her boss that she has to be under, who is not the nicest of women, who we do learn to love. But what Sylvie has as the older woman in the office who is running it, she has the je ne sais quoi about her. She has the it factor. And I'm going to talk a little bit of what is it about French women that is this it factor. So, you know, we know that Sylvie is very well dressed, especially for her age, and she's got a little bit of sexy factor going on. Uh, she is a bit aloof in the in the show, but you you see it's not to the point of not caring she actually cares very much and she's not drama and she's very direct if you watch the character you will love it but here are some things about a woman who has the, the French woman who has that je ne sais quoi everything she does is effortless she pulls it together you know she has taste and style especially in what she wears but you're going to see later how I pull this all together and just even in your lifestyle in, in in the French way less is more I mean look at look at French women makeup they're not wearing as much they're not always about the stylish brands head to toe um, and I love this quote by Tanya Lay she has what's called the school of self-image it is for women who are looking to kind of bring their style back now I have my seven steps to sexy that is to get your zhuzh back but I love what she says she says the French woman nurtures her internal well-being as much as her external beauty life is not about impressing others but enjoying herself she's effortlessly chic while looking, she doesn't even have to give a damn. She keeps a slim physique without the diet drama, and she lives so much more with less. And that is a result when we become enamored with that je ne sais quoi lifestyle. Now, ultimately, I think when I talk about these 10, you can apply them to both that swagger guy and the woman with the je ne sais quoi. It's just the it factor. But ultimately, it's somebody who is charming. And when I say charming, not in the gross guy kind of way, like the guys who are charming, but they're charming to every woman, but in a kind manner, people who are charming, people who are charismatic, right? They have passion and people who are confident. Now, I have this saying that I say that you you can't con confidence. You can't fake it. I mean, you could fake it till you make it, but deep down, people can tell when you truly are a confident person. So, and that's part of my uh, seven steps to sexy course. You can't con confidence. Um, but ultimately, you have a little bit of a mystery to you. And too often these days, people just spiel quickly. They give the whole story and their 300 words on a 
Instagram bio. But let's talk about the 10 things that I believe is part of the it factor. Number one, you have an enthusiasm for life. You guys have heard me said, when you're on a date, ask somebody what they're passionate about. There is something so sexy to be said about someone who cares about others and wants to make a difference. Let's take an example, Bono. Okay, rock star stud, right? He had the option to just sit back, relax, and soak up the limelight, but he didn't. He used his fame to actually lead a movement that's made an impact and shifted the course of humanity for millions of people. He has the one campaign. Go check it out. Now, I've got to ask you, I think that is so sexy, but i got to ask you, what have the Kardashians done for anyone? What campaign? How are they changing lives? There's, they don't have a je ne sais quoi about them. They don't have an it factor at all, I believe. So... You can tell them I said that too. I have no problems. But we want to be around those kind of people and we want to be those people. Number two, they communicate well. Again, communication is part of my five C's. They have a great vocabulary. They're kind of a wordsmith, a logophile. I love that word logophile. I used to put it in my Bumble bios. It's a person who just loves words and and not just regular words, but somebody who is cranking out those little sheets. Like I used to have right by my coffee machine every day with my kids. And this is almost like pre-SAT testing, right, from their mom. But I also loved it because I was learning new vocabulary. I would do a word a day. I mean, for Christmas one year, my kids got me a word a day calendar and they knew I love that. It's somebody who's educated and that doesn't have to be school educated. That could also be self-educated. And you guys, if you're listening to this podcast, you are already that person who's wanting to grow, wanting to communicate better, wanting to learn. And with podcasts nowadays and learning games, there is no lack of anyone who needs an education. Like there is so many options and opportunities. And I'd much rather be with someone who is doing that, listening to podcasts and growing than watching reels all day long and playing Candy Crush. So there is no it factor to Candy Crush, right? If you saw somebody playing Candy Crush, total turn off. A third thing is that they just have a presence. And when I say that, it's when you walk into a store, at a grocery store, when you're standing next to to the salesperson, uh, at, checking out at the grocery store, any kind, anytime you're with even random people, you smile. You just have something to give other people. You walk tall, right? But you also are peaceful. You have a peace to you that people can feel. You might want to call that energy, but there's this joyfulness, this peace about you, and you're delightful to be with. I mean, I was a teacher for a long time, and there are just kids who are delightful to be around. Um, and even adults, you know, you, you're also a person who helps solve problems when you're in a situation, right? If the dishes need to be cleared, you're the person who happily gets up and clears them. You pitch in. So that is the kind of presence you bring. Number four, you're friendly and you're likable. You're interested in others and you are interesting. Now that might need to take some self-work. You, you might need to become an interesting person. And now I've even had to learn to talk less and listen more, to ask more questions and to talk less. I often like to, you know, when I'm interacting with someone is when they share a story, I try to find a story that's similar so it could be a connection point when really I just need to learn to listen more. And when I say listen, I'm talking active listening. You're actually listening to what they say. You heard about the situation. You know their kids' names, those kinds of things. And you can repeat it back. That is super sexy. Number five, you take good care of yourself on the inside. Now, I'm going to speak to this especially about what you eat and drink because if we look at the French, men and women are not constantly dieting. They're not going to their gym 24-7. They already live a healthy lifestyle because of what they eat. And your food and drink choices should be natural and properly proportioned, okay? I am serious on this. By the way, your stomach is the size of your fist. 
Put next time you order a giant plate full of food or go to a buffet, look at this hand and put it over the food. Be reminded. But somebody who has a je ne sais quoi, who's who's got that it factor, they're going to choose to dine on deliciousness and not junk. Now, I am that person. I will not waste my calories on junk. I am very proportion contr- uh, portion controlled. Uh, but it's because, for example, I don't want to drink bad coffee. If I have bad coffee, I will throw it away. I won't even spend my time. As a matter of fact, I won't eat even drink coffee out of a sippy cup. I feel like I'm 12 years old and I need help drinking my coffee. I'm super particular about the kind of coffee I drink and and how it is presented to me because I don't want to be the American who is just drinking, you know, 58 ounces of coffee a day. That's not French, right? That is not the je ne sais quoi lifestyle. So I won't even shop at Costco because when I see the people coming out of Costco, I think I don't want that lifestyle. Uh, I don't want to be overweight. I don't need 27 of anything. Uh, Now, if you have 75 kids, you might. I'm cool with that. So just keep that in mind. I mean, the French are not wearing Lululemons to hold everything in, ladies. Like, they're wearing pants that are tied around their stomachs because they're very cognizant of what they're eating. So make sure that you keep your food choices simple and pleasurable. Number six, they dress their best. There is an effortless, pulled-together, elegant, classy dress for what is best for your body. Okay, not because it's in, just because it's in doesn't mean you should wear it. Uh, Even if the certain color of the season is neon, doesn't mean you should wear it. And your outfit has a finishing style to it and many details, right? So I love fashion. I love style. You guys know I have, you know, the man with the plan outfit. I I talk about it in my Confidence 101. I talk about it in my 14 Days of Dating Success. Ladies, in your seven steps to sexy, I do whole 30 minutes. I have clothing behind me. Show you shoes, the elegant way to dress for dates. Guys, here's some examples. Here is a it factor thing that you can add to your wardrobe, a pocket square. You know I'm huge on pocket squares or really fun socks. That's for you guys and for ladies, the classic dress that is fitted perfectly on you. Super important. Love for it to be a color. That's also a great win. But ladies, this is a big one. High heels. And not just any high heels, but sexy high heels. There's a lot of high heels out there that are just clunky, that are grandma, that are round-toed, that really aren't sexy. So if you're going to be wearing a pair of high heels, make sure they've got the it factor. And if you want, go to my Amazon link. It's in my link tree. I literally did it just to help you out. Lots of great outfit advice in there for sexy date nights. Here is number seven, that you are bold and you are not hesitant. So if you're at a bar and you think someone's hot, someone looks interesting to talk to, you just go and do it. You don't sit around and look over and see if they're looking over and hope for that. You are not creepy. That's creepy. But instead, you've got the gusto to go and say something. Here's an example. I just got a DM from Colleen. Colleen, she says, Katie, I found a man attractive yesterday in the coffee shop, but I wasn't courageous enough to say anything. I'm so sad now. So she asked me what are some things that she could have said. We kind of DM'd about it. And then she also mentioned this. Another thing I noticed is that he was way above the age bracket I have on my online dating profile. So it's very different when you actually see someone in person. Hello, that's what I've been saying ever since you guys open up your dating online profile age bracket. I hate the age bracket. But the point of this is that she needs to have that boldness to her to just go and say it. 
what has she got to lose, right? Like, hey, what coffee are you drinking? Because I want to be sitting next to you and drink some too. I don't know any man who would not love a woman to come up and say that. Even if he's married, he'd still take it as a compliment. So it's learning to have the courage to go do these kinds of things. And you've got to start somewhere. Go listen to my podcast on going out alone, going out solo. I think it's like podcast 46. I literally go out solo all the time and I've had to learn to be more confident in it. Number eight, you simplify your life. Okay, America, did we just hear that? And uh, to enjoy the simple pleasures. That is definitely something we need to be doing because even even relationships are complicated these days, right? So men, for example, instead of the work-life balance, I would suggest you try to start creating a life-work balance. And ladies, for example, simplifying your life would be literally cutting down on your makeup. I mean, I watch these Instagram reels and it's like 17 layers and it's literally like contouring and... I'm like, you're a totally different person after your 17 layers of makeup. It's so, it's, it's so not an it factor. You are like a new you factor. I don't even know what that is. It's too much is what men tell me. So don't be too much. Don't be that woman. Number nine, you have credibility and people will vouch for you. You know your truth and you find alignment easier with those who are like-minded and you don't take things too personal. Lastly, this is number 10, that you're just confident. And when I say this, it doesn't mean you're cocky. Again, we go back to that, the two kinds of alphas. And ladies, you can be the same way, like the alpha boss babe. It's not sexy, that's a little cocky. And you know, I don't need no man, I hear it all the time. You are just shooting yourself in the foot, stop saying that. But you're confident in who you are and the direction you're going in your life. And guess what, people wanna go with you. Um, And you invite them because you want others to succeed as much as you do. And you don't need that for validation. You actually do it because, as, as Kennedy once said, they believe that a rising tide lifts all boats and that if you're going up, you want them to come with you. So you guys, these are just things that literally show up in dates. You've got to have an it factor. You've got to be memorable. You've got to have that je ne sais quoi, that sexy edge, that swagging man who walks in. It's like, what is great about this guy? And those are 10 things that you guys can be working on. Now, I hope that helps you get more confident, be successful, and have some fun dating. Make sure you like and share. And guys, we will see you next time on the Dating with Katie podcast.